Not sure if many of you know, but we do have a virtual tier within the Design Coven, virtual pro member tier, which includes three virtual meetings a month where we set intentions. We do group coaching. So bring all your questions. We answer those questions and you get to learn from other people going through the same struggles as you. We also do a business practice meeting. So we'll have somebody on to share a business practice that we can all benefit from. And then we also do a product training. So getting a sustainable, eco-friendly line to come on and share who they are so that we can be supported with other like-minded businesses. And if you're not quite ready for pro, you can always join our free community where you will connect with other like-minded holistic interior designers. You don't have to be an interior designer if you are kind of just dabbling or you're aspiring or you're looking into this field. We invite everybody from all journeys and you don't, again, have to be a designer. You don't have to have a degree. We're just a beautiful community of like-minded people looking to create healing spaces, not just for ourselves, but for our clients and future clients. Come join us at designkevin.com forward slash join. Hey there, welcome to episode 108 mastering your finances, avoiding pitfalls and sustaining business growth with Heather Zeitzwolf, CPA of Zeitzwolf Accounting. I'm super excited for this episode. We are talking about money, uh, which is extremely important if you want to keep your business running. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about Heather. She is a down-to-earth, non-judgmental, and actually enjoys all the number stuff so that you don't have to. Heather is both analytical and creative. She's a bundle of positive energy. Absolutely love talking with her. Um, Far from the stereotype of the boring accountant. She is anything but boring. Heather has a strong passion for veganism, standing up for civil rights, and saving the environment, and so are we. Her guilty pleasures include binge-watching RuPaul's Drag Race and scarfing down salted caramel cashew ice cream. When she's not glued to her computer, she loves creating delicious food, hanging out with her hubby, cuddling with her three cats, and serving as an officer for her Toastmasters Club. So welcome, Heather, to our podcast today. Uh, She's fantastic. We have a beautiful conversation, lots of laughs, and we are hosting a workshop through Design Coven on Friday, the 26th. And we're diving into the how of how to avoid all these pitfalls and keep us off that cash flow roller coaster. She's going to give us all the the deets on how to make that happen. And if you're not part of the Design Coven, I encourage you to join us. You can also join the workshop as a one-off event. So if you do not want to commit to our monthly membership program, you don't have to. You can purchase just the workshop on its own. Uh, in Eventbrite, and we'll have the link there for you. Yeah, so I hope you enjoy our conversation and learn something juicy about your business and keep that money, keep the money flowing. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. 
Here, with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. All righty, welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. I'm super excited to have Heather on with us today. Um, welcome, Heather, to the podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here today. <laughs> yes, it's fantastic. And you're my first uh, financial accounting bookkeeping sort of realm of a person and I always say that this is like the first person you should hire on if you're going to get help in your design business for sure so welcome. I certainly agree <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, so before we get started I'm going to light a candle like I always do kind of just to set our space to ground us in um, inviting that element of fire um, connection and, and creativity and then I'm going to pull a crystal card. Um, I've got the Radiant Crystal deck here with me, so we're gonna see what energy of a crystal we could um, use today. Oh, Angelite, it's awareness, communication, and our higher self. That's all about Ooh. the throat chakra. I've been pulling a lot of throat chakra cards. Oh, wow, can you explain this a little bit more to me? About yeah, yeah, yeah. That? So the throat chakra is our space where uh, we speak our truth. A lot of times we'll have, that will be closed if somebody needs to speak something or like if they get a sore throat or you've got ailments in that space, it's really a cue from your body saying, um, you need to express yourself um, in, in a way that's vocal. Um, it's connecting to source energy and our higher self. And this is really about connection and, um, and speaking, so. Oh, I love that because, uh, you know, when I work with entrepreneurs, I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs, yeah. creative entrepreneurs, and they get into uh, their business because of their passion. And they may not have a real passion around finances and numbers, and they might actually have feelings of shame because, mm -hmm. you know, we live in this world where we don't really have financial education in school. Totally. So we grow up, you know, we especially we get into business and we're like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? So I have this no shame approach where there are no stupid questions, you know, ask because if we don't ask the questions, we won't know that what well, we don't know. I mean, yeah. there's, there's yeah. so much to know out there. So uh, I love that. So yeah, open up your uh, throat chakra. Okay, yeah. let's open it up. <laughs> let's speak. Let's not hold anything in. <laughs> and that's why I love having people on like you because it's like, you know, we get to ask all the questions that I'm sure many of them have and just feel like you said ashamed to even ask like I should know this and it's like we don't know this and that's why I created this that's why we have the membership program it's really a bridge between school and real life and you're part of that real life aspect um, that again people don't necessarily learn about in school so I'm so thankful for you to, to come on and, and teach us um, I always ask everyone what is home for you what's home for you at the moment Oh, home for me. Home for me is my husband and my kitty, Finnegan. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, we live in a small house. It's got a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I admittedly like a lot of stuff. And I like 
dolls. I collect wow. dolls. I've got like fashion dolls and oh creepy gosh. dolls. And, you know, I've, you can't take the punk and the goth out of me even, you know. So I, I got all kinds of like weird stuff like that. Oh my God, you're going to have to send me a picture. I want to see this collection. And I know a lot of our members are going to be like, <laughs> totally geek out on it. So cool. I wanted to talk to you, uh, not just about financials, but I also want to get your story. Um, you know, we've got a lot of our listeners that are coming into the interior design world as a second career um, from different backgrounds. How did you get into the space that you're in? Did, was this something that you like knew right out of the gate or is this something that was evolved? Like, what's the story there? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be 55 pretty soon. And when I first went to college, I studied fashion design. So oh I gosh. worked in the, yeah, I, so I worked in fashion design in New York and I'm a very creative person, you know, and I thought that the fashion world was going to be all about art and all of this. And I discovered that a lot of it was about how, how can you produce something at the cheapest, you know, the cheapest way so that you can make as much money off of it as possible. And Although I was kind of turned off by that whole thing, it did kind of open my eyes to the idea of business and running a business and what's involved. And so it's not just about the art. You actually have to make money. <laughs> so um, I went back to school and I studied advertising because that was the most okay. creative area of yeah. business at the time. And then I decided advertising is kind of evil. And so I got into market research because I'm a nerd. I love that kind of stuff. And I got laid off during one of the recessions and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Uh, I could be a lawyer and what help activists, you know, and not make any money or, but I love my accounting classes. So I went back to school and studied accounting. So this is like another career. So I've had oh many different careers. I was a project manager, store manager. Um, I worked in theater, you know, so I have a, a like a wide variety of things that in my past, but Anyways, uh, so I decided to um, become an accountant and, uh, you know, everyone's like, accounting, <laughs> but I love, I love spreadsheets. And, you know, I, so I have a left brain, right brain thing. I'm a Libra, and very like balanced and all that stuff. So, uh, but in my fifties, I was like, it's time for me to be an entrepreneur because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, it's, it's a scary thing, you know, and especially like if you know numbers and you're like, you kind of add things up and you're like, okay, wait a minute, how am I going to make this work where yeah. I got a profit? You know, it's a scary thing to step into. So, uh, but I did it and uh, it, I've been in business now for I don't know, like four years now or something like yeah. that. And I absolutely love it. And it's changed my life. And I've met so many amazing people. And I also got into podcasting and have I mean, that just opened up a whole new world as well. Right? Yeah. And that's how we met. We met through another podcasting group. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to get Heather on. And I love <laughs> all this backstory of fashion design because we've got so many people that have gone to fashion school, have dabbled in that or merchandising, and then they've shifted into your design. And then you also have a theater background. I like I wanted to be a theater um, costume designer and set designer. I was like theater was my thing, um, but I didn't want to leave San Diego and, you know, it was a whole thing. But I love that about you and, and your fashion sense. Is, yeah, it's it's right up our alley. So you are like our design <laughs> financial fairy. I think you had mentioned that earlier in the, in the behind the screens here. Yep. The you radical know. profit fairy. Yes. <laughs> going with that name now <laughs> it's fantastic and if you guys have to see the video she's got these this beautiful green pixie cut and purple glasses and it's fantastic 
Um, but yeah, back to back to why we have you on. Um, you know, so many of us are launching our businesses for the first time, getting into the entrepreneur world. What are some maybe some pitfalls that we can avoid um, when we're launching our businesses? Do you have any sort of tips and tricks that maybe you can just put out there, kind of some safety nets for us before we totally just jump out? Yeah. So, you know, when we start our businesses, a lot of times we are just sort of flying by the seat of our pants. Like, okay, I, I'm going to try and get a client here or, you know, client over there. And, oh, how are they going to pay me? And how, how do I pay for my expenses and all these things? And it's like, so you start whipping out your personal credit card and putting things on there oh, yeah. or using your PayPal account and having someone pay you. You don't want to do that. So first of all, if you're starting a business, act like it's a business, treat it like mm -hmm. a business. So, um, you know, if you want to use an assumed business name, that's fine. If you feel like you need to establish an LLC and this is not tax advice or anything like right. that, but just kind of go out there and kind of figure things out of like how you want to be uh, an entity Got and it. then uh, open up a separate bank account and just start using that bank account for your business. And even if you're not an LLC or whatever, just start a separate bank account and then put, yeah, and just put money into that and pay your bills from that because the commingling of your personal stuff with your business stuff, it can get really messy. And also in the, you know, when you go to do your taxes, you may forget about expenses that you have or it might get, you really can't really track where you're at either with your business mm -hmm. if everything is all mixed together. So that would be the, like number one thing don't commingle your funds so got it uh treat it like a business and uh track things so i know as creatives we love uh we love to be creative you know there's the fun parts of running a business like having a you know doing fun videos on social media and we love to look <laughs> at like how many likes we got and all that kind of stuff so we we enjoy tracking that stuff because yeah. it, it's a vanity metric right but we really need to also be looking at the financial metrics as well. So pay attention to that stuff because what can happen, especially for creatives, is that we have such a passion for what we do that we go all in and we, you know, we want to make our clients happy. We do all these things, but we might not actually be pricing ourselves in a way that is profitable. So we want to, you know, with interior design, you know, think about all the costs that are going to go into what you're doing and pencil it out. Uh, you know, I have nerdy spreadsheets. You can do different ways of doing it, but make sure that it's cost effective and that you are actually getting the profit that you deserve. So uh, those are uh, really key things. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's huge. And I think you even just pointing out, I think the obvious, like the people here, they go, of course. But it's like, no, 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 no. When you are like starting out, you're like, oh yeah, you're right. PayPal, Venmo. Oh yeah, just Venmo me this. And then when you, once you get an accountant, because I've done this, they're like, okay, you know, I need to see all the expenses, what's going on. And then you start giving them stuff. And then they're like, well, what is that? And like, how did that happen? And, and it's just like, oh my God, it just becomes a tangled mess. Um, so yes. <laughs> yeah. And then there's tax sure. and then there's taxes. You can't forget about those. So, uh, you know, if you are making money, uh, chances are you're going to owe some tax on that. So mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're putting away money for taxes. And, you know, if you start to establish your business, you want to send in estimated taxes uh, qu quarterly uh, because otherwise you might have a really nasty surprise come April 15th. And you're like, oh, I 
didn't I don't have that money set aside for that. So and and then also another uh, financial pitfall I saw during COVID was that a lot of business owners did not have reserves. They didn't have money Mm -hmm. set aside emergency funds. So, you know, always think about like, what are all of your expenses, not only for your business, but, you know, because we have ongoing expenses like software costs. And I mean, there's, you know, how many memberships do we have and all these different things that we owe money. So you have your business expenses, but then you also have your personal expenses. So if you, you know, if you don't have a regular job and this is now you've started this business and this is your only means of income, you want to make sure that you have money set aside. So every month I would just start putting some money away because this world is wacky. We have no idea what if there's going to be a global pandemic again or, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. And and you had spoken about taxes. And one of the things that I learned right off the bat was to even create a separate savings account. And so when I'm, because we collect sales tax, especially if we're selling products and goods, is I I tuck that away into a whole separate account. I don't even know like what how much is in there. I just make sure that it's in alignment at the end of each month. I pull my tax report and then I just make sure that that's all shifted in there. So it's a space that you don't touch because you know, 20 grand in there. That looks pretty nice, right? It's like you want to kind of start dipping in and say, that's not your money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it depends on, you know, where you're at, where you're located, the, the state laws. Uh, there could be local taxes that you might owe as well. So you want to make sure that you understand the tax ramifications of where your business activities are taking place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For sure. Um, and you had mentioned um, the cash flow roller coaster. Can you um, tell me what that is all about? Yeah. So the cash flow roller coaster—that is a ride that we do not want to be on as entrepreneurs. So what that is is this like the anxiety of the highs and lows of like mm-hmm. money comes in, woohoo, yeah, and then uh, you've got it in your bank account, and you're like, yeah, and then all of a sudden you go to check your bank balance, and it's like, wait a minute, what happened to all my money? And it's like, maybe you forgot that you had some bills that you had to pay, or maybe you've got a contractor that you have to pay. So if you're tracking your uh, income and expenses on a regular basis, you'll be able to see sort of, you can start to predict what's going to happen and understand like, oh, okay, there's some seasonality that's going on, or maybe the timing of when you owe certain bills and when cash is coming in. So to stay off that cash flow roller coaster, you want to have some predictable income coming in. So if you can sell some kind of membership or packages or have people on a regular cadence where they're paying you, then at least you can have some predictability in your business as far as income coming in so that you know that you can cover your costs. Got it. So it's really just about kind of projecting what's coming in and knowing when to, to, to spend and, and to have that steady thing. Cause yeah, I mean, being on, being an entrepreneur, it's up and down, right? It's like, we don't know. Sometimes we get like, we'll get five jobs in a month and then the next two months, like we don't hear anything. Um, so yeah, being really conscious and aware of, of those things. And I love that you mentioned um, the aspect of the expense part, because like when we have like our project management programs, right? Those are going to renew once a year. Um, other systems or big memberships. So if we know, okay, every July, like a big chunk is going to come out, you can kind of be prepared for it. So it's, again, you're not being surprised. (laughs) Exactly. A low balance. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And, you know, and you also want to make sure that you've got 
you know, I don't know if if your listeners have a lot of contractors, but you yeah. know, you might have a VA or something like that. But you do want to make sure that you're able to cover all of those costs because you need to pay these people, and uh, you want to make sure that you've got the, enough money coming in to do so. Yeah, for sure. That's such a great and do you track all the stuff through a spreadsheet like on um the google drive or excel or yeah so my belief is that you do whatever works for you in the way that you will actually look at the information so i love to gamify things for people like if they like to you know we're we're creative people we like visuals right Mm -hmm. so if you can do it in a dashboard where it's maybe it's hooked up to like quickbooks or something like that and you can just easily look on a dashboard like oh my expenses are up this and my income is here and uh that's a great way to do it um but you know spreadsheets work you can have an envelope system whatever works as long as you're Mm -hmm. tracking it and you're looking at it on a regular basis because you know just looking at your bank statement is not a true indication of where you're at financially because uh, sometimes people think like, oh, I haven't made any money in my business, but that's because they've been just taking money out of their business bank account. They forget. And and really (laughs) they've made money, you know, so uh, uh, you got to remember that for tax time. Yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You're giving me so much to think about. And we just passed (laughs) April. So I feel like this is a good time to like Start getting things in order for this coming fiscal year so that we can start off right. And also for those that are just starting their businesses, I think having this, you know, in the back of our heads as a place of a starting place, I, you know, as designers and creatives, we do want to do all the pretty things. We want to pick our logo and we want to create our brand. And but it's like, <laughs> this is the stuff that we really need to be starting off with to make sure it's even viable and, um, you know, setting up our services and pricing and and all of that to make sure that um, it's sustainable, right, in our, in our businesses. And and that too is, you know, something that you can always tap in with me on. I offer those sessions within the Design Coven so that we can really take a look at these sorts of things and how there's also, are you available for hire if somebody needed to get somebody like you on board to, to set them up and to keep yeah. them steady? Yeah. yeah, I offer bookkeeping services. I also offer uh, services where if you want to take care of your own books and you just want to have someone kind of overlook them uh, on a you know quarterly basis, I help out with that as well. I can do advising work. I also have a membership as well. It's called the Get Radical Profit Growth Accelerator. So it's all around reaching your goals, your financial Amazing. goals and holding you accountable and having a community. So there's a I, and then I'm going to be doing a free workshop with you yes. for your people. Yes. And we're going to talk about uh, some of these things that uh, in more in more depth mm-hmm. of what we're talking about today. Yeah. So if you're a pro member of Design Coven, Heather is coming in and we are doing a whole workshop. It's virtual, so it's going to be available to everybody. So you don't have to be here in San Diego, which I think is going to be fantastic. And then, of course, you have access to the recording if you can't make it live so that is there for you always and i think that's going to be a great workshop where we will want to kind of come back and be like okay what did she say about that and then really start to implement all these things and then in the group you know we are a community and we support each other so you'll have all of us to help you as you navigate this beautiful world of interior design and making sure that you're making a profit and it makes sense then (laughs) because the last thing we want to do is create a business that doesn't make us any money exactly right it's not just a hobby. It's, it's, it's a real, it's the real deal. Um, so Heather, do you, um, have any other exciting things happening besides our workshop, 
how would the sign come in that you would like to share? Yeah. So in November, I have a cruise retreat, a business cruise retreat. Oh my gosh. It's, it's called plan your profits in paradise. And Ooh. so we'll be, yeah, we'll be, uh, uh, going onto a cruise ship, uh, leaving out of Miami and going to the Bahamas and to Mexico. And it will all be around goal planning for your business. And it, it's going to be a lot of fun. And there's also some training around that as well before the ship and then after the ship. So, uh, you know, it's, it's as entrepreneurs, it's a lonely, it can be a lonely road. Yeah. So it's so, so nice to get together with other entrepreneurs and experience things together and get away from, you know, the, the day-to-day -day grind mm -hmm. and be able to just focus on your business. So mm -hmm. uh, these types of retreats are really great for being able to kind of put put your normal life aside and just really super focus on your business. Oh, so. I love it. I love it. Well, you have to keep us posted and we can share all of the details with all awesome. of our listeners and our members. That'd be fantastic. Um, you seem very grounded and centered in, and also just of knowing yourself. Do you have any grounding practices or things that you do on a regular basis to kind of keep yourself refreshed and centered in your space? I do a lot of laughing. So <laughs> yes. I, I'm a kind of a wacky kind of fun person and, uh, I, I crack myself up sometimes. I just, you know, I just love to, to mm -hmm. laugh. The other grounding thing is I love to cook. So I'm a vegan. I do a lot of, you know, creative vegan cooking. I, I had no idea that I was creative in the kitchen until I became a vegan. And oh that was like 17 years ago or something. But it's amazing what you can do with tofu. Uh, let me just say that. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. And how can we find you? How can we follow you? How can we do all the things that you're providing and, and connect with you? Yeah, thanks. So my name is Heather Zeitzwolf, and uh, on Instagram, I'm at Zeitzwolf, which is probably hard to f spell. So, but you can find me at getradbiz.com, and I have free events. So you can go to getradbiz.com forward slash events with an S, and you can come to some of my free workshops. I do things around, uh, learning how to understand a profit and loss statement which is Ooh, nice. may sound boring but it's actually pretty exciting stuff awesome. and and important as well and then i also offer other free workshops as well and uh yeah so come and hang out with me and if you want to just drop me an email it's heather at getradbiz.com and uh I, i've got a podcast called get radical with your business Amazing. And we'll put all the links in the show notes. So if you are able to write all that down, it'll be there for you for easy access. Um, thank you, Heather, so much. This is fantastic. I love just being in your energy and your space and making financial tax stuff that seems boring, really fun. Oh, thank you. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person 
event. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry and Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.